Cancer didn't define me, it redesigned me. This is Denise D. Simone, and you are listening to So Much More Than Cancer, a podcast presented by From Stage 4 to Center Stage. There is no doubt about it. The words, you have cancer, are devastating. I heard these words in 2005 when I was diagnosed with stage 4 throat and neck cancer and was given only three months to live. Well, that was 15 years ago, and I am still here, and I'm better than ever. My guests and I are on a mission to inspire and empower the cancer community. Cancer's a wake-up call. It's a divine invitation to dig deep into your soul. Cancer doesn't have to define you. It can redesign you as well. I want you to know, no matter where you are in your journey, you are so much more than cancer. So let's be brave, let's have some fun, and let's get after it. I'm your host, Denise D. Simone, and you are listening to So Much More Than Cancer. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Episode 4 of So Much More Than Cancer. I'm so happy to be with you again today, and I want to expand upon what we talked about in the last episode, and that was... Caring versus healing, which then led us to talk a little bit about self-love. Well, I mentioned in a previous episode about PEN, which was my friend and acronym for pain in the neck. I made friends with cancer. I talked to my cancer as it were a sage to me, and it ended up actually being exactly that, a sage. PEN, pain in the neck, was the literal explanation of the cancer was a pain in my neck. Stage 4 throat and neck cancer was no fun. It was painful. And I was able to have a dialogue, if you would, with Penn many times. I took many notes, and I would go into a meditation, and I would come out with um, almost an automatic writing, if you would, about what I had been... Mm, shown or given when I'd ask a question and Pin would answer. And if you're interested, if you haven't heard the previous podcast episodes, please go into the archives and give a listen. Suffice it to say, Pin was like hitting the emotional lottery for me. And now the million-dollar question for me was, what was in my way of truly healing? What was in the way of my loving myself unconditionally? Where should I begin? How could someone who had done so much emotional and spiritual work as I had done in the past to now find a new, deeper way to burrow into my soul and peel away yet other layers? So I did feel that I had opened a doorway to my soul that I really never had known existed And I believe that was part and parcel in a huge way for my healing. And I'm going to invite you to just travel along with me here today and possibly take advantage of what I'm offering as as an episode, um, as a place for you to go to as far as learning to do this for yourself. And um, chapter 7 in my book, which I'm going to read a little bit from, is called Take a Good Look in the Mirror. 
And I thought about doing this after reading a book by Louise Hay called You Can Heal Your Life. That was published in 1984. And in it, Louise explains how our beliefs and ideas about ourselves are often the cause of our emotional problems and physical maladies and how by using certain tools, we can change our thinking and change our lives for the better, yes? So one of the practices she offered was to look in the mirror and say, I love you. Well... I gave it a go, and I'm going to read what I wrote in my book about the first time that I attempted this process, and I really do want to encourage you to give this a chance because it is, I believe, one of the most powerful and potent processes that we can use for healing with cancer or without, but particularly if you're dealing with cancer or have dealt with cancer. So this is from Chapter 7 on page 60. As I approached the mirror in my bathroom, my heart pounded. I felt as if I was meeting a potential lover for the first time. I looked into my eyes and it was not easy. I felt shaky and I looked away. I felt internal movement I had never felt. It was as if someone attached electrodes to the tip of each of my cells. My arms were tingling and my legs felt wobbly. Again, I looked away. And again, I approached the mirror and gazed a bit longer this time. I was able to look into my eyes for about 15 seconds before I needed to look away. This wasn't an easy exercise. How often had I looked in the mirror but never really looked at me? It had always been my face, my teeth, my hair, my makeup, but I never looked deep into my own eyes. I wanted desperately to be able to look into my eyes and tell myself I love myself, but I stood there with my head bowed as if ashamed. Two minutes passed. Three minutes passed. Again, I looked up. But this time, when I looked into my own eyes, there were tears filling my eyes. They streamed down my cheeks. I placed my hands upon the mirror and embraced my reflection. My eyes penetrated to my soul, and I said, I love you, I love you, I love you, Denise. I fell to the floor. I curled up into a ball, and I cried a tarn of tears. Although it exhausted me, I knew, I knew this was an exercise that deserved my attention. It was fundamental to my healing. As time passed, looking deep into my soul became less arduous. I was a beloved child of God and therefore deserved to feel the love that God had for me. I was ready, I was truly ready to release whatever blocked my feeling. I was ready to release whatever prevented me from forgiving myself for whatever it was that I had conjured in my head and also harbored in my heart about not deserving love, God's love especially, and the deep love that I deserve to have for myself. I got much better at mirror work. There was more room inside me. I felt lighter and less congested. My connection to the divine had intensified. I felt as if God was breathing my breath with me. 
I felt happier than I had ever felt, and I had been an intrinsically rather happy woman. During one of the love sessions, I had decided to apply a bit of lipstick and not only look at myself in the mirror, but say I love you and also kiss myself. I placed my lips against the mirror, looked into my big brown eyes, kissed myself, held the kiss, and peered deeply. I saw the child. I saw the wounded one. I saw the one who deserved my loving care. I decided to leave my lips imprinted on the mirror, reminding me every time I entered that room. I also entered my inner sanctuary and loved myself a little bit more. I embraced the child within. This exercise became easier with each passing day as it became part of my routine. And my mirrors, well, (laughs) they were a mess, but I liked them just that way. Now, wherever you are in your journey, my beloveds, wherever you are in the journey, give this a go. It's not going to happen overnight, trust me. It's not going to happen the first time. Maybe not the second, maybe not the third. And if you stick with this for the rest of your life, no matter what happens, no matter what's going on, the more you stick with this and let yourself feel everything you need to feel as far as self-love, that you deserve it. Like I said in the last episode, after me, you're number one. It has to be that way, folks. And it's okay to let it be that way. Now more than ever, fall into that beautiful, beautiful well of love for self. Because the more you love yourself, the more you have the capacity to love everyone else, truly. Love is is an intention that requires our attention. I'm going to say that again. Love is an intention that requires our attention. Please pay attention to yourself. Please pay attention to the level of self-love that is so critical, so important at this time. So go take a good look in the mirror. Kiss yourself in the mirror. And the most important of all, keep a good thought. Thank you for listening. It's been a pleasure to be with you. Well, that's the end of this episode. Thank you so much for being with me. I will be back next week. I hope you will join me. Until then, know you are loved and keep a good thought. Thanks for listening to this episode of So Much More Than Cancer. Please visit www.somuchmorethancancer.com to download your free inspirational and thought-provoking gifts. While there, you can also find more information on Denise and her other offerings. Look for Denise on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. If you'd like, you can pick up a copy of Denise's book, From Stage 4 to Center Stage at the Books and Pages tab on her website. Please remember to share, subscribe, and leave a review. Until next time, stay well.